Hello friends, welcome to Running and Fitness with Raj. This show will bring you exciting and interesting guests and give you specific and actionable advice on your running, fitness and general health. Uh, our guest today is uh, Priyanka Rajani, uh, who's a runner, who is a fitness coach as well as a nutritionist. Uh, she's been running over a decade and uh, she's been working with a number of uh, athletes across these uh, spectrums. And I'm absolutely delighted to have her join our podcast. So welcome to the show, Priyanka. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me out here on your show. Uh, so hi, I am Priyanka Rajani, as he introduced me. I am a nutritionist and a fitness coach. And I'm also a runner myself. And I've uh, been running since the last 10 to 11 years, which is like I ran my first uh, Mumbai marathon in 2011. And since then, I have been doing it every year. Uh, so also basically taking back from where I started, I was literally just like 14. That is when I got into fitness. And that is when I actually it was wow. as a need because, uh, yeah, because I was overweight. So I needed to lose weight and like get fit. So that's when I literally started with some aerobics and uh, spinning. And gradually, obviously, I lost my weight and okay. everything. And that's how I have been into fitness for the last 18 years now. And it's been an amazing journey through uh, where I started from and where I have come uh, now. And now it's obviously a profession also. And I love training athletes and uh, being with them and understanding what they need and, you know, making them reach their goals. So that is why I am here. So when did uh, when did you move from obviously training for yourself to in coaching? Uh, when did you start coaching? So I basically got into running uh, in 2010 on the road, like literally, because I start I started running on the treadmill on, in 2007 approximately, and uh, in 2010 I started running on the road, and that's when I trained for the uh, 2011 marathon when I where I ran half marathon in Mumbai. And uh, since then, I have been okay. like, you know, I, I was, I wanted to start something where I could help others also. So I had to obviously study it, study the course and everything. So I studied nutrition and I studied uh, training and fitness uh, from ACSM. And that's how I started then in 2014. Okay. Yeah, that's when I started uh, literally training my own friends. And then it just went on and like word of mouth was, you know, did well for me. Uh, yeah, as is the case with a number of uh, number of people. So uh, with you, Priyanka, see, I, there are obviously two distinct topics that uh, we want to talk about. Uh, one is, uh, you know, the strength and fitness training aspect of it and then the nutrition. So probably I will start with the strength and uh, fitness uh, sure. part of it. Uh, so, what are your what are your main areas of uh, focus when you when an athlete approaches you, and what are some of your uh, overarching philosophies uh, in terms of uh, training an athlete? Yeah. So basically, like a lot of athletes come with having these goals of you know maybe losing weight or like getting faster or stronger and you know stuff like that. So, but obviously, like there's a whole fitness test that each one of them go through. Through which I get to know whether how fit are they and where do they stand and where I have to progress from. 
basically because you know a lot of them are sure. uh, just have dance staff like by themselves or you know don't have the right uh, knowledge about having the right form and technique which is the more like the crux of everything because everything starts from there like how your foundation is built and if that is wrong or there is slight uh, discrepancy in that so you know then it's something what has to be worked on first because if the foundation is not strong you cannot progress with your training because you will just be like doing it for the sake of it but you won't see any re- result or progress so that is my first thing which i look at that how is their core strength and stability there then building a strong base is important and then i prefer having a balance of endurance and strength even if like someone wants to just become stronger that doesn't mean they don't need the endurance fitness also so my thing is to have that balance because that is my philosophy and i have worked for myself also that way having that balance of endurance and strength i have never uh, overdone one and you know not given importance to the other so it's always you know like a balance of the cardio and the strength that really matters which actually helps you progress better because you're also working on your uh, cardiac system and along with that just you know working on your strength also and um, basically um, also having the muscle to mind connection which is important because when you are working out and you know training some particular muscle you need to know okay what is happening in my body not do it just for the sake of doing it not because i am telling you okay do this for a squat or do this this for a push up you need to understand what muscles are working so that you can connect your mind to that also and not just do it mindlessly so these are my things that what i look at so you you basically encourage uh, your athletes to also develop a, a knowledge about what's really happening uh, yeah. you know when you do the various uh, various exercises uh, um, especially when it comes to strength and conditioning which muscles yes. are getting emphasized that's that's essentially the point you are saying and imparting some curiosity and knowledge i mean i find that uh, you know extremely interesting because uh, many trainers uh, you know do not do that i mean we we yeah. do what is prescribed and right. we do it very diligently uh, but uh, but we really don't know you know yeah. what's what's uh, you know what's really happening in our right. body behind the scenes uh, uh, yeah. behind the scenes uh, so to speak and i also right. find it very interesting that you say that uh, even if somebody comes to you without any let's say any endurance goals it is uh, uh, you know it is part of your overall philosophy that you emphasize uh, training uh, with both strength and uh, you know functional training as well as the endurance uh, part of uh, part of yeah. the you know Got spectrum it. now yeah. i know this is the next question you know there is no general answer because every athlete is different uh, but uh, but what are some of the general areas of weaknesses that you see uh, especially in in you know in the in the athletes who approach you correct and so related what, to that what causes causes these these weaknesses correct so what i feel like, like what i have seen with all my most of my athletes is uh, either they have like a back and shoulders uh, issue or glutes so back and shoulder is more over because of bad posture sitting in front of the computer whole day and you know just like having that hunch and not sitting upright and that is what like sometimes like they don't realize it themselves because they're sitting through the whole day and they can't like sit upright 
but which is so important having that good posture while you're walking while you're sitting because it all you know just like uh, boils down on how you are feeling also because uh, that causes also like uh, glute uh, uh, weakness because if you are not sitting right and upright okay uh that is where you know all these small small things like you start feeling that tingle, tingling effect and you know start having some pain and some stiffness in your glutes also so it's very important to like you know have that mobility have that flexibility also in your body because uh, how you are moving around uh sometimes overdoing overtraining also can cause um weakness in the glutes or in the back on or the shoulders so these are the three most uh, important ones that i have come across in my uh, profession through these years uh, in terms of uh, the causes can you just elaborate a little more because uh, obviously uh, you know most of us today work uh, work in a you know work when we are sitting down and, and although i know it's quite popular nowadays to have stand up desks and things like that Uh, but that is still a minority a minority of the people can you just elaborate a little more mm-hmm. on on some of the causes and uh, uh, what can you know what can really people be watchful for right. to avoid uh, you know developing any long term so issues so being very uh, conscious about how you are sitting standing walking because even while walking people hunch and it has has to be very like consciously making an effort to like okay i am supposed to be like having a uh, upright back and you know like shoulders should be uh, uh or also you know just like proper and not like drooping down so these are very important things because and also keeping it a point that you know you don't have become very sedentary in like even while you are working if you have 10 12 hours of uh, sitting working uh, job that you make sure that you are moving around even in the middle just like every hour just get up move around for 2 3 minutes or 5 minutes whatever uh, allows you if time allows you and like then sit down go back again and sit at your desk because it's very important to have let your body not become so stiff because uh, sitting sitting you know your back starts getting more stiff and once it starts getting stiff it becomes weak and that is when all the problems start so making sure that when you're sitting also you sit upright make sure if you want need a cushion keep a cushion behind your uh, on uh, on your chair and then sit so that your back has more support also even when you're sitting at home and watching tv uh make sure that you know you have like a back support and sit upright and just not like you know lie down and watch it in any way because all these things you don't realize because you feel like okay i'm tired it's fine and you know you just like uh just take give it as an excuse but it's important because okay. um we don't realize that over time what is going to cause you know us uh, to us so like you need to make sure that you do all these things and it is very important to strengthen your back even like if you are doing some yoga do some stretches you know which will help you keep your back strong also so i definitely suggest doing some flexibility and yoga as well in your routine even if it's for just 5 to 10 minutes definitely we have that time to remove in our day ah uh, okay now related to this is the question of then uh, stretching right i mean uh, people do uh, stretching uh, generally as part of a 
a part of you know before starting a you know endurance activity like let's say running or cycling and then you know post cool down uh, uh, and sometimes you do it um, you know when you are doing strength and conditioning uh, how how important is um, stretching uh, in in all of this and uh, because this is one topic you know especially through the podcast and having various guests uh, you know who have talked to us physiotherapists people you know physical fitness experts uh when they talk about it there are very conflicting views so where do you stand on 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 stretching so definitely stretching is the most important thing when you are either going to start a, a workout or a run or even while ending the workout after you end the workout that you need to stretch because when you do it in the beginning to warm up you're getting your muscles to get ready to go into an activity sure rather than because our body is cold it's like it's not warmed up and if you start an exercise without warming up you could reach into a injury very quickly okay because you you know directly without it being warmed up you if you just you know directly start running fast and don't let it uh, just you know get the process right you can get an injury so it's very important to get your muscles right uh, before it gets you know started to go into that activity and um, because that also improves your mobility it will just help you run better also or uh, do your exercise or your routine prop- much better when your body is warmed up because your uh, movement becomes much okay. more fluid and better when you are warmed up yeah and also when you cool down it is important to cool down and stretch because your must uh, your uh, blood circulation is going towards your muscles when you yes. are working out so you need to do that cool down uh, post exercise uh, post exercise or post run so that your blood circulation goes back into normal uh, how it is usually and uh, it's not just there's no pooling of blood happening you know in the muscles okay so it's important that way okay uh now i want to move on to training with uh, weights uh, because this is again a topic of uh, great interest especially to uh, especially to runners uh, a lot of people uh, you know do strength training but uh, they do strength training with uh, predominantly or exclusively with uh, body weight uh now irrespective of whether you are a runner or not right. the older people are anyway advised let's say after the age of 40 or so that because of you know general muscle atrophy you should do some amount of resistance training whether it's with weights or it's with bands uh so how what's your what, yeah. what are your views on training with the weights where do you incorporate it uh so please uh, please tell us uh, how do you approach training with weights Sure. Okay. So basically, I feel like, uh, as I said, there has to be a balance of endurance and strength. So even if whatever age you might be, even if you're above fifty or forty, it is important to do some kind of resistance training because it could. It doesn't need to be only with weights. You can also use TRX bands. You can use uh, dumbbells. You can use barbells. You can use the resistance bands. We have a lot of options now, which you know can help you. uh have that um muscle um, uh, growth and like just muscle keeping your muscles intact okay because also with age uh, what happens is our muscles tend we tend to lose the muscle mass that we have yes 
so to make sure that you know those muscles are staying intact also we need to do even some kind of like it doesn't need to be like you don't need to lose lift heavy weights you can you uh, even lift like medium to like how much ever you, you know your body allows you at that age to just do so that it will also keep yourself uh, your uh, mobility strong and you know it will keep your body more mobile and flexible as well for longer okay so it's important to like just keep on you know doing some kind of resistance training okay sure so basically you are saying that it is uh, definitely part of your uh, routine uh, but you will obviously you know uh, scale your athletes to that i mean people can't just people who are not doing any amount any depending how much yeah how much capacity understood okay so that that kind of pretty much gives us a good overview of how you are approaching your uh, the, on the fitness and strength training uh, side of things uh, i am i would now like to move on to the next topic which is uh, nutrition okay now again like the first topic i want yeah. i want to start with some some of your key principles uh, around nutrition so over to you yeah okay so with nutrition it is very important to understand what your body requires uh, and not like just uh, go blindly with what people say cuz okay. there are our main macros are our carbs that's carbohydrates proteins and fats and i totally believe in having a balanced diet and not uh you know depriving your body of any you know any of the nut- uh, nutrients because uh we get different nutrition from different uh, macros and uh, micro um, nutrients so it is important to make sure that you know you have something that is sustainable because uh, we have been born and brought up eating our carbs that is roti rice and protein in form of dal paneer uh if you are non vegetarian then meat fish and fats from your uh, oils your ghee your coconut avocado so it is important to have that whole um, holistic approach rather than you know um, missing out on any of the nutrition nutrients so i definitely like go for something that is sustainable that someone can jo- like literally follow throughout their life and with all my athletes that is what i do like i make sure that whatever they are con- like eating currently i don't like change the whole plan i just probably manage like uh, the quantity and the quality of the carbohydrates and the protein that is what i just change and you know make it better okay so they get that satiated feeling from the uh, food that they are eating also and you know they make it makes them feel good and they don't feel like deprived that okay i'm not getting food and i'm feeling starved because i don't believe in any of those starvation diets and you know uh, going really crazy with uh, eating like very little food or you know soup salad kind of a thing now uh, you know the, the one of the points you touched upon in your answer is about uh, diets and there are now any number of uh, diets and approaches uh, and uh, you know this is this this podcast is obviously not a discussion about the merits of uh, each of those however how do you approach this whole philosophy about uh, diets i mean do you have a specific uh, a specific diet that you uh, recommend or look at more than the others or is your approach 
combining the various uh, various uh, aspects of uh, different uh, different diets whether they be keto or paleo or vegan or or, or or what have you okay right yeah so basically uh, my diets i don't um, support keto diet for sure okay but something uh, being vegan or being non vegetarian or vegetarian is totally the athlete Uh, uh, yeah. uh, opinion and like their preference. Yeah, it's not like something I will put them on a vegan diet because I think it's right. It's also what they want to do and what they believe because something that they want they need to follow through their whole life. It's not me. Yeah. So because I have had so much experience myself, that is how, and I have seen the progress in my own you know uh, journey in nutrition and fitness also. So that is how I approach it. towards them also because if it's if i have experienced it i will be able to preach it better yeah. than any other diet so something what i feel is like if someone is on a weight loss diet or a fat loss diet i try to give them enough carbohydrates though i keep it like you know i uh, make it less towards the end of the day but i give them enough carbs through the days that you know they feel that 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 they've got enough food and they don't feel too hungry also okay because my point is like they need to feel um good about what they are eating also and not make them feel like low on energy because that is also very important because uh if uh, like a lot of athletes are into some sports and running and you know other activities they cannot be eating very less because this that will not give them energy to even train or you know give them their best so that balance has to be there which i create knowing their goals and you know what they can manage to eat also so on different days it will be different probably depending on their training uh, pattern okay uh, but i prefer like give, making sure that they are getting all their nutrients okay now one i mean again just to go back to one of the points that you uh, mentioned which is about uh, keto diet i mean why did you say that that's not something you like to recommend or you prefer so i just because uh, that like keto is uh, very low carbohydrates yes. and um, high on fat and you know moderate protein so i just feel like your body is uh, you know getting deprived of the carbohydrates that which it does need for the energy also i know that the fat gets you know like the fat is the energy source but i feel like our main source of energy is supposed to be carbohydrates okay and um, keto if done wrong can really you know backfire okay so like you cannot go wrong with eating your carbs you know you might eat something you know that is not right like uh instead of eating like if you're not eating the right car- like the good carbs and bad carbs but if you might one day you might choose a wrong carb but that won't cause so much of a trouble than you eating something wrong being on keto because it's a lot to do with our systems also within what it can you know take and not take because you know because everyone's uh, systems are very different so you never know if something is going wrong within your body Okay. So you might as well just like you know stick to eating your normal food, which you have grown up eating, and eat that you know because we are we are humans and we are meant to eat food and not like just be deprived of any of the macronutrients. Okay. So that is why I prefer having a sustainable diet because keto cannot be 
cannot uh, be sustained for a very long time also i feel like you can't be on keto forever okay so that's what is my personal opinion okay got it now that's fair that's fair that's fair enough uh, now moving on to the other question which is around the vegetarian uh, uh, you know people who follow a vegetarian diet and especially among uh, in, in people who do a lot of endurance activity protein is a very important aspect of what they consume now uh, getting you know prote- proteins uh, from let's just say that get you know if you eat both vegetarian and non vegetarian food getting pro, getting proteins is a little easier simply because you know you are eating a wider variety of food so how do you ensure that your vegetarian athletes or clients are getting adequate uh, protein what are your approaches so i feel like i know like a lot of people say that you don't get enough protein if you're a vegetarian but i feel you do get enough it is that you have to balance it out in uh, you might have limited options but there is enough that you can get eat through the day uh, and not be like you know not feel it's repetitive because we have so much uh, pulses legumes paneer tofu um edamame all these you know sources for vegetarians also that they can you know then they're tasty it's not that it's not tasty at all you know so i feel like there is a lot of options that are there for people to eat and you know make sure that they are uh, reaching their protein target also for the day and obviously then there is supplements which we will talk about later but uh, mainly from their food also you there is enough that you can consume to uh, reach your protein intake uh okay plus i think uh, you know a lot of vegetarians also take eggs although they they may not take other you know other things like meats, right, yeah. meats and yeah, fish and it. egg is also obviously another source of uh, you know right. excellent yeah. excellent uh, yes. excellent protein so uh, so uh, yeah. you know the you right. touched, touched upon uh, supplements and then you know that that was really my next question so where do you come out on uh, supplements again you know again like one of one of the topics we talked about or a couple of topics we talked about earlier about diet and you know mobility uh, there are very strong views around or increasingly strong views emerging around supplements also you know some people now are feeling that supplements are you know not really necessary you should try to get uh, as much as uh, as much from your natural sources uh, and uh, you know you should really not be using Uh, you know supplements if unless you have some medical reason to do it which is an entirely different discussion but so where are you coming out uh, as far as uh, you know recreational athletes and people who come to you uh, in regarding supplements hmm. okay so as supplement supplement uh, the word itself means that you know it's just supplementing your diet okay. it is not like replacing your diet so my approach is that i give all my clients all natural foods that is there and if only they are not being able to eat all that sometimes because it just makes it like you know for them to uh, for them to eat that much also it feels like okay it's getting too much and you know i cannot consume so much that is when you know you give them a supplement which is like in form of a protein shake because then it's liquid and you can just drink it at any time and it's easy to carry and convenient so uh yes i do believe in first just giving all the natural foods and then adding second part would be like adding on extra any supplements if needed 
or else just not adding it because in the first month maybe like i just keep it natural and like just you know see how their body is progressing with that itself rather than just adding the supplements in the first month and that's how we progress then okay so you you have nothing philosophically against uh, supplements it it's really need based that's no. that's what uh, that's what uh, you're saying yeah okay okay now yes. uh, now uh, you know as you are you know uh, where a lot of uh, women are taking to recreational uh, sports now various various kinds of recreational sport right. so what right. are some of the specific areas uh, women need to uh, focus on whether it be strength and fitness uh, cardio or nutrition correct so definitely again i would say they have to focus on everything properly not give one more importance to one and lesser importance to the other because then that imbalance will show in your training and how you are feeling also and your progress will also be not so good as it should be if you are balanced with your diet and your training also so uh, firstly i would say with the nutrition uh they have to make sure that they are in uh, eating enough of carbs proteins and fats and also making sure that they are getting their vitamins uh which is the most important would be vitamin b12 and d3 okay which could be you know like if, especially if they are vegetarians it could be less uh so making sure that their vitamins are like the micronutrients are well balanced also so making sure you're getting your vitamin d3 b12 your vitamin c which is very important also as an antioxidant plus getting your calcium which is important for the bones also getting your iron because since like um, women do need more iron also and like you know after a particular age you tend to lose that kind that iron also so it is necessary to replenish your body with it also so these are the few like uh, vitamins that is very important and which might not be there enough in the food that you eat so you might as well like you know make sure that you're uh, uh uh eating having it as a supplement okay and when it comes to training whether it's the endurance training part of it or whether it's the uh, strength yeah. and fitness part of it Correct. are there some specific areas that uh, you watch out for when you are training uh, uh, women athletes yeah so also uh, so with women athletes if they are runners so making sure that uh, what are their weaknesses you know uh, what is there something that is lacking and that is not helping them letting them progress in their running or cycling or swimming or whatever it is you know whichever activity they are doing so making sure that they do that those specific training is done with them which will help them improve their running like for example like uh, if it's a runner doing making them do like a jump squat or lunges is important because that is what is going to help them also because all these plyometric uh, exercises are also important to make you a better runner this is just for example sure so it is very important to make sure that you give at least one or two days to your strength and functional when you are also running the other days okay so th- this so are- is very important that that balance is there you know correct okay uh now uh you know this is uh, before we uh, before we uh, wind up uh 
I ask a couple of questions to all my guests. Uh, one is uh, regarding uh, recommendations on some of the resources that they like, whether it is their favorite books, uh, blogs, YouTube channels, website, other podcasts. So uh, obviously your resources like links to, you know, your um, how to contact you, etc. we will put separately. So can you share some of your um, uh, favorite materials? Correct. So YouTube channel, basically, I there's this one um, uh, coach whose name is Atlian X. Yep. And uh, I think he's in the US. So he is someone who I really look up to. And I watch a lot of his videos because he, you know, really talks uh, a lot about uh, exercises and, you know, what is good, what is bad how to improve like even if you have got some injury and like how to work on it so he is someone i literally like maybe watch probably every single day sure. and uh, also he's there on instagram and like youtube he has a website so there's a lot of information also on him which uh, people could you know have a look at and uh, learn from him and like you know just uh, understand that better so that is something I am not a big reader, honestly. Okay. So I, whatever I read, like it's not from books. I read a lot of like uh, articles online sure. because that is something that, you know, really interests me. And like I can read on, you know, because there are different topics I like to read on uh, because if I want to incorporate something in my own training or in my athletes, I try to read up more online because it's more updated also from time to time so, so, well, that's so how I just uh, share some of the you know some of the more uh, common uh, online sources that you go to uh, blogs or websites uh so there's a thing called i think web md oh, yeah. which i uh, uh, read a lot okay yeah so that is one thing that i yeah read a lot on okay and any any podcasts or any other sources uh, that you use not so much i honestly don't really hear so much of podcasts and stuff also i literally like read more on online only and that is how like i keep like going on more and more which i can't remember right now more otherwise i would have said uh, but these are some like what i actually just look at to uh, refer for myself and for my uh, trainees sure okay and uh, if uh, some of the listeners want to get in touch with you what's the best way to get in touch with you and uh, can you also please share your social media handles yeah sure so you can probably just like uh, send me a text on my mobile phone okay. that is uh, my number is 9820520575 okay or else just drop me a message on my instagram handle which is at the rate fuel your transformation sure. which is my company name that is f u e l y o u r t r a n s f o r m a t i o n yeah at the rate fuel your transformation and i'll get back to you okay i'll include both of this in the uh, in the show notes and uh, you know so that it's very easy to connect with you so thank you so much uh, priyanka really appreciate you giving giving your time thank you uh, and uh, we did cover uh, you know a spectrum of uh, a spectrum of topics so it was extremely helpful uh, i really appreciate you taking the time so thank you so much thank you so much for having me here Thank you very much to all the listeners. 
please check out the podcast website runfitraj.com that is r u n f i t r a j.com it has all the podcasts it has all the show notes and there is a very useful search function as well you can reach out to me on my social media handles which are running and fitness with raj on both instagram and facebook and you can also email me on running and fitness with raj at gmail.com please let me know if you have any questions or specific guests you would like to see on the show I also request you all again to please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word. Please also leave a review on iTunes as it will help enormously to grow the show. We will continue to bring you exciting and interesting guests and give specific and actionable advice. Stay safe, stay healthy and till the next show. Goodbye.